A Limitless Wrestling fans, we're back in the back of a Cadillac. Another edition of the Limitless Wrestling podcast. John Alba, the czar of Limitless Wrestling, Randy Carver, coming to your ears. It's been a wild month, Randy, but we are ready just ahead of Fortune Favors the Bold on IWTV this Sunday at 7 o'clock Eastern. Oh, I'm so excited, John. So many announcements. And you said it has been a whirlwind month, a very busy month in the world of Limitless Wrestling and it's exciting to really say that Limitless Wrestling is back because there's truth to that statement now. There is. And I know this has been a long time coming for you. So before I get into my shtick of annoying the hell out of you, I'll let you get this out of your system here. Uh, let's just talk right about it before we even get into Fortune Favors of Bowl. Limitless Wrestling returning in front of fans June 26th. And it's going to be a really special, special night. What's the deal here? That it is. Uh, it's going to be a special time. Um, have not had a real limitless live experience since February 2020, which is very crazy to say out loud. But um, I do first and foremost want to give a lot of credit to the students of the Limitless Wrestling Dojo and everybody involved in our crew with what we've been doing. Uh, these student showcase events at Ronco's and Brewer. Uh, we got another one coming up. Uh, actually, just before this event on the 25th of this month. But um, that really kind of laid the groundwork for us to figure out what it's going to be like to have live events again, to kind of feel out what the mandates are. And they've obviously changed uh, over and over repeatedly over months and months time. But uh, it really just kind of gave us a feel. And I also think it reacclimated some of our fans back to what uh, a live event is going to look like again. So <clears throat> it's been a lot of fun. But it's time to really uh, amp it up and get back to what we were doing. And that's uh, Limitless Wrestling shows at our home at the Yarmouth Amvets in Yarmouth, Maine. And we're bringing a new concept to this show as well. Every single match, an absolute mystery. And uh, it has not deterred people from coming to this event. We have 30 tickets remaining at the time of recording. That's actually at the time this morning. And we put a post out there. So potentially even less now. Uh, if you want your tickets, get them immediately, limitlesswrestling.com slash tickets. Uh, there are not many available remaining. So uh, people jumped all over it, of course. Uh, if you have tickets that were uh, not able to be used, the cause for alarm, March 21st, uh, I think we put it out there a ton of times before tickets went on sale, that you can redeem your tickets. Just send your receipt to limitlesswrestling at yahoo.com. Uh, if for some reason this does become sold out, you, your tickets aren't going to be thrown away. Uh, they're still going to be redeemable at future events. But, uh, again, contact Limitless Wrestling at Yahoo.com with your receipt. I think we said it um, last time even. Um, I guess not. We haven't talked in weeks. but um, Well, you and I talk every day, unfortunately. I know. I know. Uh, there's been a lot going on, John. It's exciting. And it's it's been exciting to see the response to this, honestly, because uh, you just never know how – live events are going to come back when you, when you haven't had something for so long, it's like, okay, uh, you know, we're, we're still doing these live specials on IWTV, but what's the reception going to be like? Are people comfortable coming to shows? Do they still care? And uh, it's been uh, honestly just super exciting and uh, makes us feel awesome. You know, the, the entire team behind limitless wrestling that people are still so passionate about what we're doing and, uh, want to be there and you know we're just getting to the end of this weird time the lights at the end of the tunnel all the cliche shit but uh it's just nice it it, it feels like 
Limitless Wrestling is really back, and it's a credit to all the people throughout the pandemic at the Dojo Series, The Road, the IWTV specials, which we're going to talk about here in a second. Me. It's a credit to everyone. Uh, the team that we have right now is that. exceptional, from the from the wrestlers on the roster to the uh, folks behind the cameras, to the announcers, to every single person who helps out with those events. Uh, this It's only made us stronger, this entire ordeal, this entire pandemic where we had to kind of pivot. We had to figure some things out if we wanted Limitless to continue. And uh, the team that we've put together and, and now have pushing this thing forward is the best it's ever been. I'm glad you missed what I said there. We're just going to move on and pretend that I never said it. Okay. What'd you say? Don't now I got to know. Don't worry about it. Go back and listen. We'll find out. Uh, why would I listen to this again and hear you twice? <laughs> You were running down the people that you were thanking, and it said it wouldn't be possible with that. And I said, me. Oh, Christ, of course. You can trash me all you want, but baby, you know it's true. You, you know, the thing is, peeling back the curtain here, guys, Randy and I talk every day, and I know when I'm getting on Randy's nerves, because I'll send a bunch of messages and hear nothing, and he'll be online, and I know that I've just said too much, and I just got to let him breathe for a little bit and then he allots himself some daily alba time catches up and then cleanses himself of it it's a rinse wash repeat every day bro i'm on facebook so much because i have to make fucking event pages and upload <laughs> shit so i'm not always and then you have to and then you have to police when other events don't pay their wrestlers who are limitless dojo <laughs> students and then yeah that's always fun <laughs> no but patience is a virtue a uh, big, big, big time show here, and it's going to be the kickoff of what's looking like it's going to be a pretty darn busy summer of Limitless Wrestling, isn't it? I think so. Uh, I don't want to get too overambitious, but I mean, the response to this event and even from people who have reached out saying, man, I can't get out of what I'm doing that weekend, but I'll be at the next one. Or pe people are just, uh, I think, very excited. You know what I mean? And uh, I think that's going to reflect what we do for events this year. We're looking at some... Uh, different parts of Maine as well, some different venues. and um, But I, I think you can expect us to at least uh, attempt returning to our normal schedule that was planned for 2020, and that's monthly in Yarmouth. So uh, that's that's hopefully the plan moving forward. But uh, we're not going to we're not going to run before we walk. We're going to see how everything goes on June 26th and go from there. Now, just to clarify, we are looking at a full capacity limitless show here. That we are. Uh, full capacity in terms of, so we're not selling any standing room tickets this time. Obviously, we want to keep some lanes clear. Uh, we, we had that place jammed beforehand with uh, some standing room tickets as well. So we did cut this to just the floor seats. Um, we are going to have a little more space uh, in the walkways to make sure that everybody can get around and uh, feels comfortable about doing so. And we actually are uh, going to kind of reset our floor so that the bathroom area isn't so plugged up as well. So I think the new floor layout, I think it's going to be very popular. And I think it's going to be what we're rolling with moving forward. And then uh, we can kind of gauge what we do capacity-wise off this show. But again, uh, just kind of feeling things out. It's, it's you know, all new for us as well. Because when you haven't done something uh, this uh, of this magnitude in over a year, uh, you have to come back into some things. And a seating chart, I think, will... Sure. Uh, It'll, it'll be flexible over time. Will, We're starting, this, uh, will this show be streamed? No, you got to be there. Um, That's a big incentive right later. there. Big incentive. What's that? That's a big incentive right there. Hey, you got to be here for something like this. This is an experience you need to feel live. 
Uh, I encourage all Limitless Wrestling fans, if you can make it out, do make it out to this event. Uh, but yeah, limited tickets, as we said earlier, this will not be streamed. It will premiere uh, a couple weeks later on IWTV, just like our IWTV specials have been doing. But this will not be streamed live. It is an experience you have to be in person for if you want to see it. So that's a big time note there, guys. If you want to be part of history, you got to be there in person. And I pitched this idea to you months ago, maybe seven, eight months ago, that whenever we came back, you kind of give it the Big Bang format. That what I'm referring to by that is when WCW was going to relaunch with Eric Bischoff as the owner in 2001, they were going to go dark for a couple months, and then they were going to relaunch with a show called The Big Bang where they kind of reset the roster and, and freshen things up. And while this is not entirely doing that, this is more or less going to be a, hey, world, this is your new-look Limitless Wrestling roster that you've been seeing develop over the past few months on IWTV, no? Yes, uh, that's exactly. It's kind of a uh, reintroduction to the Limitless Wrestling roster, I would say, because the roster itself, uh, the team as well, but the roster especially has grown so much throughout people who have really stood out on the road. Like I look at uh, Becca, Waves and Curls, Love <clears throat> Doug. Yes, yes, I know. Your boy, Mac Daniels. I'll put <clears throat> him in that conversation. Boys. Uh, the prestige, yeah, the competition, the list goes on. Uh, a ton of people have really carved themselves out roster spots from the road. And these are people like Becca, for instance. Uh, she just had a, a write-up from Justin Barrasso of Sports Illustrated drop earlier today. Um, Becca was someone who just got started, just started wrestling on shows three months before the pandemic hit. Not even a full three months. And she's grown so much throughout the pandemic continuing to train hard, continuing to have matches wherever she could, um, and, and is now a crucial part of the Limitless Wrestling roster. Her match with Davian, huge implications riding on that. We'll talk about that for this Sunday in a minute. But um, the roster has changed so much. We've also seen people rise to uh, the highest level in the industry. Anthony Green, Christian Casanova, Chris Statlander to AEW. Mark Sterling recently to AEW as well. The list goes on there too. So uh, it's going to be a lot of fun to see because the Limitless Wrestling fans who have been watching along on IWTV, they, they know these talents a little by now, but the personal experience of watching that wrestler, whether you love them, whether you hate them, that's what makes the difference for people. So uh, I'm excited for that to happen for a lot of people who will be introduced to the Limitless Wrestling live audience on this show. I was reinstated during this quarantine. Yeah, it's been bad for all of us, John. You made this call. You and the booking committee got together. You made this call. You reap what yep. you sow, brother. Hey, <laughs> it happens. Speaking of Christian Casanova, what do you think of Carmelo Hayes? Okay, Melo is tight. I, I love Carmelo. Mm -hmm. That flows. I'm into it. Uh, I The debut, the package, the match. He looked like was... such a freaking superstar, didn't he? It was incredible. It was really incredible to watch. Also, Anthony Green, yeah. Bobby August Gray, popping up on NXT. Mm -hmm. You love to see it. You do love to see it, even if we did eliminate him in a battle royal one time, which I really love to see. But yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, man, I was all about Carmel Hayes. I freaked out. Freaked out. Got so excited. I got a text uh, a day before giving, giving me a heads up that this episode of NXT was going to be one to watch for. And I tweeted it out, and everybody thought that meant that Daniel Bryan was showing up on NXT. <laughs> and, and 
Instead, it was Carmelo Hayes taking Kushida deep. Kushida, I feel like, is a guy you would love to see in Limitless. Absolutely. And and what a reception, too, for Carmelo Hayes on social mm-hmm. media following. You get that Triple H mm-hmm. tweet. Is, uh, that's a good little rub right there. Yeah, well, generational talent. Quite the moniker yes. there. I, I love the ring of that. And are we, we going to be bringing Braun Strowman to Limitless? I hear there's like a good $15,000 booking fee. Yeah, I'll just pull that out of my back pocket okay. and slap it on the table for old Strawn Broman to <laughs> come into Limitless Wrestling. I I don't think that'll happen. What is Brawny the Strowman doing in the impact zone? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, dude. He literally, I feel like he just, like, bust through one of those bathroom doors at uh, the Yarmouth Ambass. And his, his music by the way, if you're not listening to My World, Jeff Jarrett's podcast with Conrad, you need to because they've been doing all these deep dives into early TNA right now. Oh. And I know that is right up your alley. It and is right up my alley. Jeff I'm a Jarrett, big fan of early TNA. Jeff Jarrett was a guy that never did a whole lot for me in wrestling. But when I listen to him, he is an amazing storyteller. Yes, and, yes. So. I tell you what, though. As a, as a young strapping lad, I fucking hated Jeff Jarrett. So he was doing his like, job. In the heat way? What's that? Like in the heat way? Like you oh, had yeah. Heat? Okay. I, no, I legit like wanted to see that dude eat some shit, you know? Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Interesting. Well, yeah, so go check that out. A little cheap plug there. Um, but, yeah, so that's coming June 26th. But this Sunday on IWTV, Fortune Favors the Bold. The hashtag during the show on social is going to be hashtag Limitless Fortune. And this is a pretty interesting show. Some new opportunities for some people, some returns, and uh, some, well, pretty high-stakes main event. Now, Randy, your notes tell me that there is a 645 pre-show on this card that is to be determined. That's correct. Uh, That's kind of something that we've instituted throughout these uh, IWTV pay-per-view style events. So we're 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 a few days out. Do you have any ideas here? I don't, uh, you know, John. I uh, I book these whole cards by the seat of my pants. So I'm sure you do. I have no doubt about that. <laughs> but I've got a proposition for you because my guys, you know, prestigious. You ever hear of them? Yes, I've heard of them. You know who it is? Well, we didn't even we didn't even talk. We didn't get to talk about the magnificent performance of Hooked on a Feeling by Prestigious that aired on the road a couple weeks ago. Um. Magnificent is a word. Um, yes, it is a word. You're right. I I don't know if that's the descriptor for what we saw, but it was that was an experience. It was the uh, it was a prestigious experience. It I, was. Mac Daniels bopping his pecs. It was impressive. Don't get too excited. What about the us talking about baseball? You love baseball. We gave you a little baseball lesson. I do like baseball. That was cool. Yeah, how can you not be romantic about it? But anyway, prestigious. Let's talk about these guys here. Hungry. Not afraid to call their shot. But they're not pre-show players. You and I have discussed this at length. They're not pre-show players. But I have an idea. I'm sure. And I'm going to get with the boys. And how about this? We'll make a formal announcement in, hmm, how about imminently? Because I've been, okay. I don't know if you've been seeing on social, but there's been some jaw jacking going on right now with the Sea Stars after they got, well, you know. 
after they uh, beat the Prestige and got laid out because they're sore losers, yes, I do remember that. They weren't standing tall at the end here. And anyway, I'm going to get with the boys. I have an idea. This is not a pre-show. It's not a kickoff match. But I have an idea where everyone will be left happy at the end of the day. And, I, and once, once I talk to my people, I'll talk to your people. And maybe we could set something up and announce something imminently. How's that sound? I just don't know if I believe you. I don't know if it's going to be good for everybody. I'm very confident. Because, look, I'm running down this card here. I don't see the C-Stars on this card. And I'm sure they want to compete. They want to prove they're one of the best tag teams in the world right now. I mean, they're riding a two-match win streak right now, John. They've, they've proved themselves. Okay. Well, let's see them prove themselves more. I'll get back to you, okay? Keep your eyes All right, keep your eyes open. Okay? Wide. All right. Yep. Sure you will. Let's talk about this card here. Please. And I, I guess we can announce this. Let's, let's announce this. I'll break some news here. I'm a journalist. I'll break some news. The opening bout of Fortune Favors the Bold is going to be a Vacation Land Cup rematch, Becca and Davey N. That it is. Uh, the, the very match that kicked off the Vacation Land Cup, actually. And we've seen the explosion of the scrunchy squad where uh, two friends, you know, two, two wrestlers who had earned each other's respect train at the same place. They were brought together by common enemies, Ava Everett. And then, of course, not having any luck there. Um, just... It's been an interesting road for Davy Ann lately because Oh yes it is. I've been she, watching closely. I know you have. Uh had an incredible run throughout 2020 as a singles competitor, of course. That was the major victory at the Vacation Land Cup, defeating Becca in the opening contest. And uh we talked about it on this podcast. I think she had herself in the conversation for limitless championship matches. And then this is really where the turn happened for her. It's been Ava Everett. And then it's been this tag team situation with Becca. And, of course, she finally got her win back on Ava Everett on the road. The two out of three falls count anywhere matchup. But then it turns to back to these IWTV specials, teaming with Becca against the C-Stars. Teaming with Becca against Ava Everett and Charles Mason, that's two straight losses. And Davian was frustrated. We saw it backstage with Ethan Scott voicing her frustrations after miscommunications. These two obviously had minimal tag team experience, of course, training together at Nepwa, they probably did have an opportunity to work some things out. We saw some great tag team cohesion, but it just doesn't pay off all the time when you're a new up-and-coming tag team. And I think Davian, who's had her experiences in tag teams, knows that better than anyone. And uh, Becca straight up said, oh, you can't hang with a scrunchy squad, and uh, told Davian straight up to her face that she'd beat her if they had another match. And how can you not run that, John, when that's laid on the table? Because I really think these two impressed and, and surprised a lot of people at the Vacation Land Cup. And to see how much Becca's grown in those like six months, to see where Davian is right now, a fire lit under her ass after some losses. I'm really excited for this one. Yeah. And Becca was showcased in Sports Illustrated this week by Justin Barrasso. And he actually embedded that match, which you can watch on the Limitless Wrestling YouTube account. So go over there and subscribe. Really feels like, in hindsight, like the Vacation Land Cup was really, that was the Big Bang show for Limitless, wasn't it? I would say so. Um, I mean, that's where you started to feel like the, uh, the difference in what a Limitless Wrestling show looked by, like in February 2020 compared to 
what it then looked like, I believe that was December. So, uh, and it's just, even, even since the vacation land cup, it's amazing to see the growth in production and the wrestlers and everybody on the team. So, um, it's, it's just a very exciting time right now. And I think this match is uh, going to blow a lot of people away because Davian is just such a top tier wrestler. I can't say yeah, it. Enough. And I'm that's so why impressed. I feel bad that she's been on this slide. I know. And, uh, but this, this could be a, a pivotal point for Davian to turn it around. And I think Look, I a win think right here does. for Davian, regardless of the two tag losses that were miscommunications on their part. I think this could put Davian right back in the conversation. I really hope Davy gets it together. I got my eye on her. I, I'm I'm a big time Davy fan, so I, I hope she does turn it around. Uh, let's stay with the women here because if you've been paying attention to Limitless Socials, oh boy, this girl is all over it. Ava Everett, not afraid to shoot her shot against a returning jody threat who i know is very grateful for her opportunity to come back to limitless wrestling here ava everett is angry she is feeling some fire right now and there's probably no better way to stamp your impact than stomping out someone who's as aggressive and unpredictable as jody threat absolutely uh i think ava everett continues to feel overlooked right now and you know she She's had some impressive victories in her return to Limitless Wrestling, her return to singles competition, of course, defeating Davian at Double Vision, defeating Ricky Archer, an incredible match there at Stuff for No Fools. And then, of course, we talked about it, teaming with Charles Mason, defeating the Scrunchy Squad. Uh, she's been virtually untouchable on these pay-per-view style events on IWTV. So it's going to be very interesting to see how she welcomes in Jody Threat making her return to Limitless Wrestling. She's hardly seen any wrestling action, but has stayed in top physical condition. Jody Threat's ready to go, ready to throw some people around, and uh, it's exciting to have her back. She's over on a, a little stint in the United States right now. Of course, she's a Canadian resident, and Canada has been super strict on uh, anything going on. So the independent wrestling scene, unfortunately, has suffered over there. And we're actually going to have something to say about that with the road next week, a little showcase. Uh, to our friends in the north, but we'll talk about that later. Um, Jody's back. Uh, I'm not sure exactly for how long, but we're going to try to have her on as many Limitless Wrestling shows possible because really before the pandemic, uh, she had worked her way into being a consistent roster member. So uh, she certainly wants to get back on the right foot. A uh, win here against Ava Everett would really put her in a solid position on the Limitless Wrestling roster if she can get it done. You see Doug is still trying to shoot his shot at Ava Everett. Bro, it doesn't matter how many shots Doug misses. He's the most consistent shooter I've ever seen. So he'll I see always it, I see it all over social media. Every single tweet, he's got something to say. Is Ava Boo. Mm. <laughs> she likes that nickname. Mm. I don't think Ava ever likes a whole lot these days, quite frankly. She doesn't, especially not skateboards. I don't know if you saw that I did. video. But, I did. Uh, trip to the skate park, tried to clean it up. Uh, some interesting words for Jody Threat. You can see that on the Limitless Wrestling YouTube as well. Let's talk about another return. Kevin Koo versus Alec Price in what could be a potential show stealer. Alec Price, the self-proclaimed king of the bangers. He's tired of being put on first, Randy. He's not going to be here. He's got a big showcase match against Kevin Koo that you got to think if he wins this thing, there's nowhere to go but the championship picture for him. I would agree, and uh, I think it's an interesting challenge uh, with that in the back of your head. Of course, Alec has been claiming for months, uh, really since the 2020 Vacation Land Cup, 
that he's deserving of a championship match. He got stomped out, referee's decision. In that contest, he was out. And since then, I mean, he's had a bone to pick, but there's been so many people on this roster who are in similar positions as Alec, and everybody's got to get a shot once in a while. There's so many people who have been successful, who have racked up victories on this roster, but it's been really impressive from the road to the IWTV specials, even the student shows. Alec Price is not losing right now. And this is a big match opportunity. Kevin Koo, on the flip side, in my opinion, is uh, one of, if not the person who took Daniel Garcia the closest to his limit yep. for the Limitless Wrestling World Championship. You saw that firsthand, I believe. Mm-hmm. Outstanding and, uh, match. An incredible match. Some were calling it match of the weekend. You can see that in a replay from the IWTV family reunion event on IWTV. But uh, it's exciting to have Kevin Koo back. And uh, a lot of people have not seen him in a ton of singles action in Limitless Wrestling before. That's because it hasn't really happened that much. Uh, so we're going to see what Kevin Koo brings to the table here. A big match situation for him in his return here and something that could immediately put him back in the title conversation because of how deep. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm sure you would. I'm sure you'd love to run that rematch at some point. Uh, you're damn right. I would um, I, immediately after watching it. I said, damn, uh, think about that in front of a live crowd would be very good, but Alec Price riding so much here, uh, this match really means a lot to him, so uh, we'll see what comes of that. We got the competition versus the main event. This is an interesting one for me. Two teams that have major implications riding on this match because of what is coming in the main event of this show. But the main event looking to stomp out their place after an impressive debut. The competition, they've been hot. They've gotten some big wins over some big talent here in Limitless. Uh, just kind of uh, probably one of those matches where there's significant RPI points up for grabs, if you will. Yeah, I, I would say so. Um, the tag division is heating up right now, like you said, especially with what rides on the main event between MSP and the Buffalo Brothers. Um, so any tag team right now, that's any tag team right now in limitless wrestling, they want to be stacking up some victories. They want to make it themselves known and, uh, really get some success under their belts in the tag team division. So we have the competition champ Matthews, Connor Murphy, the main event who I think blew a lot of limitless wrestling fans away in their debut matchup with MSP. Check that one out from the games we play. But, uh, I was really impressed with those two and I've been impressed with the competition who, Really, their comeback to wrestling was through the road. Their comeback to tag team action. Uh, these guys had been out of wrestling. They're, in my opinion, main independent wrestling legends. I think anybody who's a local fan would agree. I don't think they'd call themselves that. But uh, the competition uh, really on another level right now. I think they're the best they've ever been. They're working very well as a team. And this is a big challenge for them because the main event, uh, I think I said it on commentary. We talked about it. I don't know if I've seen a team. And I really believe MSP is in the conversation for this, but I haven't seen a team in a long time in person with as many unique tag team combinations as the main event. And they're very intricate. They just know each other like the back of their hand. So it's very tough to, it's very tough to game plan for. And I'm hoping the competition do their homework. This one's going to be fun to watch. It's going to be explosive as well. By the way, as, as I, record this with you I, I would be remiss we mentioned the sports illustrated piece uh wrestlezone just published a long form feature on alec price's match with kevin Koo, including an interview with alec price so go check That's that awesome. out our friend bill pritchard over at wrestlezone i just sent that over to you randy 
So go check that out when you get a chance. So thank you to them. Thank you to anyone. Look, and here's the thing. If anyone, if you're an outlet out there and you ever want to set up some media coverage and some interviews with Limitless Talent, just hit us up. Our DMs are open and we'd be happy to make something happen. We like talking about I would about love that. to, uh, on that point, I'd love to shout out our sponsors for this show real quick. Sure. The VSW podcast, who sponsored that tag team match we just talked about, as well as our main event between MSP and the Buffalo Brothers. Of course, Warmaster Media, actually a double shout out to them. They sponsored a match on our lim- uh, the most recent Limitless Student Showcase between Young Jay Lee and Alec Price. That one's going up on IWTV later this week. And, of course, rounding it out, the Grindbin podcast, who they've been big-time supporters of Limitless Wrestling throughout the pandemic. So uh, they've sponsored a lot of matches on these IWTV specials. And why don't we talk about that one next? Because that's the beef battle, John, one I'm very excited for. The Randy Carver special? (laughs) You could call it something like that. J.D. Drake and Beef the Freak. So Beef the Freak, formerly known as Big Beef, he's undergoing a bit of a metamorphosis lately, isn't he? Yeah, he's a changed man, John. And we heard it after the vicious battle with Tyree Taylor a few months ago. Beef wants to be considered one of, if not the best heavyweight in North America. And, man, if you're going to do that, there's a long list of people you need to knock down. One of those, definitely the blue-collar badass J.D. Drake, who we talked about earlier, people with fire lit under their asses. Look no further than J.D. Drake, who's... Got to be pissed off after the proceedings in the Daniel Garcia championship opportunity. Of course, Kevin Blackwood getting involved, some promiscuous activity from those two, and Daniel Garcia walking out the champion. J.D. wants to keep himself right in that conversation. He wants to be considered one of the top contenders, if not the top contender, to Daniel Garcia's championship. But you got to get back on the, uh, on the, in the winning column, and this is the way to do it. Beef the Freak, J.D. Drake, this Sunday. Uh, I'm right up my alley in terms of matches. Yeah, and I know both of these guys are a little beat up too. J.D. Drake's been dealing with a little bit of a knee issue this year, so I'm curious to see how that comes into the equation for this match. Uh, you're not wrong, though. J.D. Drake has a fire under his ass, and he's always one win away from being right back in that title picture, right? I, I totally agree, and we were talking about that with Alec Price earlier. I feel like there's so many people in that same conversation where – uh, a pivotal win on a show could put them right in the conversation, if not being the number one contender and having a shot at the Limitless Wrestling World Championship. So JD is not too far behind, of course, knocked down a few pegs. There's a lot of people on Daniel Garcia's heels. Robert Martyr versus Ricky Archer, combined age 41 between these two guys. Um, pretty insane. To, th- th- is this the youngest matchup ever on a Limitless Wrestling main show? That's a good question, and I would have to assume... It's got to be up there. It's got to be up there. The only thing that could come close, which it wouldn't because it's a tag team match, we had Private Party very young into their tenures. I believe Isaiah Cassidy was 18 or 19 years old, but um, I think in a singles match situation, you're probably looking at one of the youngest matches, if not the youngest one with combined age we've ever had. So 10 years from now, this could be main event thing for the Limitless Wrestling Championship with two grizzled vets, for all we know. <laughs> I mean, we'll see if they're around the indies yeah, that long. Right. I don't think I so. Know. I know. I don't think so either. Uh, Robert Martyr is actually someone I'm, I'm working on a feature on for Spectrum Sports, and I am I'm just blown away by the knowledge that he carries. And I guess that's, in hindsight, the benefit of 
when you start pro wrestling at 14 years old like he did, wrestling under a mask to hide your age, and he was saying how come 24 years old, come 24 years old, four years from now, he'll have 10 years in the business under his belt, which is just insane to think about. And he's got a lot to prove in Limitless. He wants to be the next Daniel Garcia, whereas Ricky Archer starting to show a little bit of swagger. That he is. Um, and I'm I'm interested in what Ricky Archer can bring to the table in a matchup like this. I feel like, uh, to an extent, he's really at a point where he's got nothing to lose right now. Coming off the loss to Ava Everett at Suffer No Fools, an incredible matchup, an incredible performance, but the wins just haven't really racked up for Ricky Archer. He had an opportunity to get himself back in the 2020 Vacation Land Cup in December, couldn't do it in four-way action, actually got pinned by his tag team partner, CJ Cruz, and it's really been a downhill slope there for Ricky Archer, who, like we always say, incredible matches. He's an exceptional athlete, but the wins just aren't there for no, Ricky right not, now. No, they're not, but if you've been paying attention to what Ricky's been doing around New England, it seems like he's got this newfound confidence, and I'm really curious to see if he brings that to the table here in this match. Well, I mean, I, I hope he does in a situation like this. I, I think a newfound confidence would be good for Ricky, who – Seemingly, like you said, he's kind of finding himself right now, finding his footing around New England and needs to get back on the right track here. It's really a get right, kind of a bounce back match for both guys. And they could use it as a nice launching point if they can get a victory here. All right, Randy, here we go. Big time main event. MSP versus Daniel Garcia and Kevin Blackwood. Huge stipulation. If MSP is victorious... Tag team titles will be coming to Limitless by the end of the year. If they are not, well, then who knows? So we're not just talking about a match that would be a huge win for MSP. Literally, the entire Limitless Wrestling Tag Division, and perhaps even the entire Independent Wrestling Tag Team Division, has their eyes set on this potential prize here. And Daniel Garcia, the Limitless Wrestling Champion, and his Buffalo brother, as you say, Kevin Blackwood, want to play spoiler. They don't tag too much. doesn't matter to them. They don't really care if there's tag titles. So they want to ruin everyone's fun here. I don't think MSP, through all of the wars that MSP has raged in, in Limitless Wrestling, and there have been a lot, including with one another, I don't think anything is compared in terms of severity to this matchup. I would agree with you, John. Um, everything that they've really ever wanted out of the Limitless Wrestling Tag Team Division rides on this matchup. They said it at the Vacationland Cup. Danger Kid grabbed a live mic and said, hey, we've got an incredible tag team division right here in Limitless, a growing tag team division. We've seen so many new teams really make waves in the tag division this year. Waves and Curls, not to just be funny, but Waves and Curls, the Sea Stars, the Competition, the Prestige, your boys, MSP, of course. Uh, the list goes on, the main event. Um, and there has not been anything to fight for. And I think we talked about it on previous pods because this question does come up a lot when we do our it's Ask every Limitless Ask Limitless, every Ask Limitless, not just Everyone. some. Every single one. But the the turnover rate in the tag teams that we did have coming through Limitless Wrestling was just so strong for a point in time, it felt like uh, tag team titles would become 
something that's just passed around so often or vacated so often. And uh, that's that's never what we wanted out of a championship situation, if that makes no, sense. No, but now we got a strong division here. We have a strong division, and there's a lot of good tag teams on the rise, even ones that we've seen uh, maybe on the road and maybe not on the IWTV specials, like a higher society, for instance, or, or teams that we're seeing uh, starting to butt up at the Limitless Student Showcases. Uh, there's a lot of teams coming up the pipeline right now who want an opportunity at something like this and something to fight for. So MSP, where they made uh, this mission statement, so to speak, where they put it out there in December, they've been fighting for it for six months, and Danger Kid was going off on social media. MSP has been pushing this real hard to make it happen. So now they've got the opportunity. It literally lies in their hands to get this done for the roster, for the tag teams, and for the fans who have wanted this for quite some time. It's all on MSP, and they've got to take down someone who's been virtually untouchable, Daniel Garcia, the Limitless Wrestling World Champion, and Kevin Blackwood, who since joining forces with Daniel Garcia, undefeated in a Limitless ring. I'm trying to get inside their mindset. Why do you think this is something that they want to play spoiler for? Is this just a protective ego thing of, we are the top dogs here. We don't want anyone else having a shot at us or carrying gold. This is the only gold in this company. I think Daniel Garcia takes a lot of pride in holding the only gold that matters. And that's the Limitless Wrestling World Championship. And I think uh, certainly had to take issue with how MSP were handling the situation where uh, it was a it was a lot of uh, some comparison tweets of how the Buffalo boys are treated when it comes to matches and how MSP has been treated when it comes to what they ask for. Of course, matches on a show and championships coming to fruition are two different things. Uh, but now, you know, they've got the opportunity. They put me on the spot. I'm putting them on the spot. So uh, it works both ways. And now everything that they've wanted, everything that they've fought for, and the, I got to give them credit where credit is due. MSP has helped build this tag team division. They've introduced me to a lot of new up-and-coming teams around New England, around the Northeast, and beyond that. And they've really helped formulate what we see today in the Limitless Wrestling Tag Division. But now it's time to back it up. It's time to prove it. It's time to prove that they're the top team in independent wrestling. They can go with any single person they're put in the ring with. And this is actually a rematch from a Firehouse show, yeah. Pirate Festival yeah. in Hollis. Long time ago. Uh, amazing to see how far all four of these wrestlers have come since then. It's definitely a different feel of the match. You can catch that one for free on our YouTube if you want to check it out. But it's going to be interesting to see how this goes. MSP is such a well-oiled machine, and they're on a run right now. they got to prove it with everything on the line. You mentioned people coming a long way. I'd be remiss if I didn't bring it up. Uh, at the beginning of Pride Month this, this past month, uh, Danger Kid, um, revealed to the world that he identifies as non-binary. Um, and it, it really picked up a lot of steam in the pro wrestling world. And you have a tag team here that identifies as queer, pansexual. And they're the face of the division. And I've seen nothing but positive reinforcement from the pro wrestling community, which I think is really cool, Randy. It's very cool. Um how, and it's just awesome to see the response, like you said, an outpouring of support and internally as well from the roster members, from 
Uh, our students here at the Limitless Dojo, it's just been, it feels like an awesome experience all around where uh, to, to have that out there and to feel that sense of freedom, I'm sure. And I'm just very proud of DK for, uh, for being a part of this team, for growing this thing. And I, I don't think it can be stated enough uh, how crucial he is to the whole operation and uh, how crucial he and Agro have been to making Limitless Wrestling continuously an awesome space for people to enjoy good professional wrestling. And, Not just uh, an awesome space, but an inclusive space. Exactly, 100%. And it's only inclusive unless you have an Emmy because for some reason those people that have Emmys uh, get ostracized for three years. But alas... Here we are. I mean, it is what it is. Um, very happy for our friends. I can't wait to slap the. Sh- I had to stop myself there. Hey, uh, better watch. It. I almost, uh, almost, almost cussed, Randy. Almost cussed. You could never cuss. I could never. I've never cussed in my life. In fact. No. Never once. You could go back into every single Limitless Wrestling promo I've done. You'll never find one cuss. Never. I'm serious. I don't think I'll. I'm ever not see trolling. The day. I'm not trolling here. I'm being very no, serious. No, I know. I don't think I'll ever see the day. <laughs> you know, I just, I hate promos and stuff where it's just F this, F that. I, I don't like that. There's a, if you're going to swear, there's a time and a place to do it. Sure. You know? Sure. Um, and that's when Eric Greenleaf's in the ring. <laughs> Damn. Heat. <laughs> no, uh, I just, just, just my thoughts on that. But what a what a show this is going to be coming to you on Sunday night, a rare Sunday night showing here for Limitless Wrestling. Get your tickets now for Patience is a Virtue, June 26th, and keep your eyes open because I think we're going to have an announcement imminently about this opening match for this show. Okay. We'll see. We'll see what that's all I'm about. I'm typing but... up a proposal as we speak. Okay. I'll be waiting. Okay. I got the email open. Sounds good. Anything else you want to um, add here, Randy? Yeah, just to reiterate, uh, we're very low on tickets for Patience is a Virtue. At the time of recording, I believe we've got 30 left, if not less. LimitlessWrestling.com slash tickets. That's our return to Yarmouth on Saturday, June 26th at the Yarmouth Ambets Hall. Uh, of course, just before that, the night before, we'll be back in Brewer, another Limitless Dojo student showcase. A lot of fun with those events. That'll be at Ronco's Sports Bar. Tickets go on sale for that this Friday on LimitlessWrestling.com. And this Sunday, Fortune Favors the Bold on IWTV. If you're not a subscriber, use that promo code LIMITLESS. It helps support us through IWTV. It's $10 a month, and you have unlimited access to Limitless Wrestling events, over 70 events in full on there that you can stream anytime, including every single episode of The Road. It's well worth your time, so give that a look. Very nice. Very nice. We will see you guys next time here on the Limitless Wrestling Podcast.